Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. It's the Raspberry Tea Ladies. Um, Jo's curly today and pretty in pink. Uh, Claire's recovering from a weekend away. Um, and when I say recovering, it's a feet that are recovering, not a head. Um, and yeah, I'm here too. Um, we're about to talk about distractions. We talk about distractions. Distract me. <laughs> you can, well, you're, you're getting easily distracted at the minute with your new little puppy. I am, it's true. It's and I, true. I think I think Joe's puppy's not so new, but still a distraction. Yeah, 16 weeks and she's uh, still causing massive distractions. In fact, she looks a bit like me this morning, doesn't she, with my curly hair or high look? I, I thought when you picked her up to show me, I thought, oh, twins. <laughs> they, are, they are such amazing time wasters, though, aren't they? It's just unreal. I mean, to be fair, Claire Froggett, when I come over to yours and when we were doing these first pod chats, Iris was more of a distraction for me than doing the pod chat, didn't she? Yeah, because she, she, she's sociable. She likes people. She wants to get involved. Yeah. yeah. Other dogs, however, no. She's not, is she? Not bothered. No, 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 no. When other dogs come to say hello, Iris shouts in their face. <laughs> I mean, wonderfully. Maybe I'll bring Maya over. Maybe I'll bring Maya across because Maya needs to be put in her place. She seems well, to anyway, on the world was was there. We, we're getting distracted. We are. So anyway, who who put this subject in there? I think, I think it was not Claire, wasn't it? I think it was me because I'm very blessed at the minute. I've got a lot of work on. I am really, really busy. And it's it also brought the other subject up that we'll talk about later. I'm like, oh my, I've got too much to do. But when I've got too much to do and I'm really busy, it's easy to go, oh, I need to put the washing out. Or, oh, what should I get something out of the freezer for tea? Or, I need to do this, I need to do this. And no, I don't need to do it. The brain's just like, hmm, really full. And it, and then I get distracted by things that aren't, I have to really, really work hard and concentrate on one thing. Can I just say something? Say it. You don't have to be busy. Come on, let's be honest about this. Magpie syndrome, distraction queen. Not quite as bad as Joe anymore. Joe has overtaken us. I, I think I'm quietening down again, though, to be fair. I did go through a very bad phase. You did. Yeah. It is. yeah, but yeah, just just it just made me think. Generally, when you're supposed to be doing something, and I think it's yeah, it touches on magpie syndrome as well. But when you're running your own business or you're working for yourself and you manage your own work list, and you've got certain things to do, something else always pops up or throws you off. Or like like I've had the builders in at home, so I had the build the plasterers in. And then I had the guy, the electricians in who've done the vents and the extractor fans, but they're not doing the heaters. I've got to wait for that. And Mark, the painter's here this morning. So I've got things going off. I've, the sideline business of renting my caravan out is gone mental. It's rented out every single day right until the 9th of July. And that's 4.05, drop it off, pick it up, drop it off, pick it up. Make sure it's clean, make sure it's sanitised. Fix anything, like last week, the gas regulator was broken i'd got one day to get it fixed and an absolute ton of work to get done before i could have a weekend off i was like oh, 
all these things distract me from what I need to be doing. So not always distractions of choice where you just float off and do something else. But when you've got that many things that are pulling in different directions is what I meant. And initially you'd put summer down as well, hadn't you, as a distraction? Wanting to work outside. Oh yeah, because I'm, I'm an outdoors person. Like yeah. I look like I've been to Greece for a week, but you can't really see it on the camera because I've been outside since Friday, apart from sleep. So, so let's let's just hone in on this a little bit. Uh -huh. I know the answer, my answer to this question. Yeah. If you were employed and travelling to a workplace, would your level of distraction be the same? I know what my answer is, and I'll quite happily answer that. I think internally it would, because my mind would be going, I've got this to do, that to do, that to do, that to do, but you don't actually act on it. Whereas yeah, I think yeah, now, I would find I would find screen distractions if I was I used to. I used to. When I look back at my working pattern when I was employed, it's quite shocking really, the amount of time I spent doing other things at times when I wasn't most productive and then I'd blitz stuff out like I do here. I'm mm. crap in the morning, but in the afternoon I'll move mountains, mm. you know. Um, and and that I was the same whether I was employed. Now, obviously, I couldn't just wander out into the garden and have a cup of coffee and sit there for 20 minutes. But I found other distractions. Mm. So but why is that? Why is it? I think our brains can only take so much at a time of concentrating. Yeah. And I think we all have different working patterns. So like Claire, I know, is really productive in the morning. Mm. Whereas for me, it's one, two o'clock in the afternoon before it kicks in. Mm -hmm. And, and it, looking back, it was always like that. I used to make meetings in the morning because I, if I didn't, if I was sat at my desk in the morning, I'd be internet shopping or something else. I literally did no work in the morning when I was employed if I didn't have meetings or something to go to. It was interesting, actually. I had a conversation with a guy on Thursday when I was picking the caravan up. He's a lorry driver, due to retire, but he doesn't want to yet because he loves what he does. And he was saying, I said, it, it, I said, it must be tiring. You're on the road all the time or, or, and or limiting because your tachograph only lets you drive so much. Yeah. He said, yeah. He said, there's not many jobs where you're concentrating 100% for four hours. He yeah. said, we're basically looking at a screen for four hours and said, yeah, the window of the cab and the road. I thought, well, I don't look at my screen for four hours solid. I might have gone near it at times when I've lost track of time, but I'll look away, I'll go and make a cup of tea or let the dog out or do something. I'm not four hours solid at my screen very often. Mm -hmm. thought, yeah, it's actually, you don't, you don't think about that in, in other jobs. And obviously, I guess when you're driving an articulated lorry and you get distracted, that's when other things that are more catastrophic yeah. happen. Yeah, because yeah. you not only have a duty of care to yourself you have a duty of care to other road users as well so you are you can't be responsible for what they do but you can be responsible for making sure that you are safe exactly. and you are not putting them at any risk so yeah there aren't many jobs where i suppose maybe factory workers yeah the same depending on the type of work but you're right there aren't many jobs you know, if you're in an office, 
there are people around you, your work's varied. It's for me. Very few jobs where you can't look away and have 30 seconds looking out the window or saying hello to somebody or something. But I guess surgeons are probably the most extreme. I'm, I'm not sure like in practice, but I know when I watch TV medical programs and things and they have these like nine, 10, 11 hour surgeries, I just think that that is that's pretty intense yeah because they also <laughs> can't get distracted can they they've, they've got but some again, in their hands but again there's a team of people there aren't there and i suppose even for a lorry driver they'll have music on or the radio on or something so it's not 100 percent concentration because mm. there are other things going on around you you know you might be singing along to something or whatever um I'm sure they take phone calls and have a chat to people while hands-free, of course, perfectly legally. And they'll do Music Master at 10.30, won't they, on BBC Radio 2? I've no idea. I've never listened <laughs> to Radio 2 in my life. What? Uh, expand on that, Joe. You don't listen to Radio 2. I listen to Union Jack Radio at the minute. It's, it's amazing how many British bands have got out. weekends, Union Jack. And it's, it's, I like the variety of the music because normally I'd listen to 80s and I'm a bit bored of just the 80s. So I like the moment. Are you still doing this on purpose? What, distracting? Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's so no, easy. You, you, you've just done it by throwing in like Radio 2 and I don't know what you're talking about. What is this programme you're talking about? <laughs> so anyway, what else has been going on in people's lives that cause distractions then? Oh, oh tell us. Oh, okay then. So I don't know how many drains I've had to unplug in the last three months of being in this house that we moved into thinking it was new, it was going to be perfect. We're actually kind of living in a caravan at the minute because it's like using our utility, which isn't the biggest of rooms, as our kitchen because the kitchen sink is now blocked. And I managed to get under the unit on Saturday morning and take the U-bend off you know, all the, the pipes under the kitchen sink. And oh my God, it was vile. There is no wonder it was so bad. We had to get a plumber in to come and do the drain outside because it smelt worse than the farm around the corner. Um, so yeah, I think for the last seven days, we've not been able to use the kitchen sink. And you forget, you forget. So now that I've actually taken everything off, of course, there's a bowl under there just to catch the odd bit of coffee that I pour down because I'm making another drink. <laughs> but that's like massive distractions for me. It took me six hours, I think, the other Saturday to lay on my stomach with drain rods getting down these old ceramic things. And there was like sand, gravel, slate, as well as the fat berg that was there, which was horrible. Now we eat quite healthily, so we know it hasn't been us even added up over time. So we know it was from the man before. And I also know that what was in the kitchen sink you bend is not from us. It has been there a long time. So it's obviously the old plumbing. So that's one thing. The um, garden. Fossils. Fossils. Hmm. It was 98, the guy that lived here. <laughs> I don't think it was him. <laughs> I think he was actually down the road but anyway <laughs> um the garden that's the other thing so we thought we'll pull the grass up and we will have artificial turf put down and then when we decided we were getting the dog 
um, obviously that was going to be perfect. They started, I think it was the 18th of May. They've not been for over a week now at all. So we have half of the decking down and half of the footings and everything for it, which the, the base, the setup for it, structure, that's the word. Um, half the paving slabs are down, uh, a bit of the planter, and that's it so far, a bit of the artificial turf. And that has been a massive distraction because not only are we a bit peeved every time we look out the window, but of course the poor puppy doesn't know whether she's coming or going. She doesn't know whether she can go to the toilet inside, outside, what day she can go in, what day she can go out. The noise that comes from while they're doing the work as well is just a complete thing for me because they are so funny. You kind of can't help but listen to them because they're typical Scousers. <laughs> I love Scousers, I'm allowed to say that because I've lived here for quite a while before. Um, yeah, just, I mean, I, so I asked the question as to why you let yourself get distracted. Is it because what you're doing isn't as important to you as the other thing that you want to do? In some cases, I think it is, but majority of time, it's not, is it? Your brain literally gets to a point where it cannot focus any longer. And despite what people say, multitasking isn't a thing, is it? You can't physically, your brain cannot cope with more than one thing, 100%. You can fiff and faff, fiff and faff. <laughs> you, can, you can dibble and dabble between two different things, but you're not giving them 100% if you, you can't possibly be, you know? So it, it is difficult. I... I think I probably thrive on distraction. Um, Work-wise, you know, I'll be editing something so that you've written, Joe, mm -hmm. and somebody else sends me a message and I'm waiting for it, so I'll go on to that. And then I'm like, what was I just editing? Because I've come out of that, I've gone into a different client portal or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that, that I don't particularly enjoy if I'm part way through when I must learn to just continue and finish one document at a time because you end up starting at the beginning again. But I, I chose to buy a house that was being built and the plan had got an office because I wanted my office at home. Yeah. And that means I've got the dogs. That means I've got Laura. Harrison's back from university now. Carl now works from home a couple of days a week because of the pandemic um my office looks out onto our little tiny street we've got gates across the entrance to the street so if a van pulls up I sort of go oh wonder who that's for especially now um, you're putting your desk the other way around and you're looking outwards yeah exactly and you know but very soon when I get my beautiful new car I'm just going to be sat <laughs> my new car. um yeah, exactly. Just wiping the drool. Um, but yeah, but they're distractions which I chose to have. Mm -hmm. I chose to have my office at home. I I chose to want to work in this environment. Um, as much as some days, I think there was one day last week when I literally didn't get any work done whatsoever because between, I can't remember what happened, we did something for oh I'd got to hand some keys over for my aunt's property in the morning yeah and Laura got her first COVID jab um oh no I'm, I'm like it was a different day sorry 
I, I dropped Laura over at my dad's in the morning, got back and there was no electricity. So I couldn't get onto the street because I couldn't, the gates couldn't open. Okay. <laughs> so luckily a neighbour saw me and came out and manually opened them for me so I could actually get to my own house. Um, the electricity went off, so I couldn't work. When it came back on, uh, we decided to book Harrison's COVID jab online. He'd not got his NHS number. It wouldn't recognise the postcode for his GP. So we had all that to do. I then had to go back and pick Laura up. All sorts happened. I think I got about an hour's working. And that was a day I'd kept free in my diary on purpose because I wanted to shift mountains. Uh. And do you know what? I just thought, fine, it'll all get done. It's absolutely fine, and it doesn't worry me. But maybe that's because I chose to be in this environment and knew I was going to get distractions. Yeah. So I, d- I just want to be out all the time at the minute. I, I, I do. I want to be taking the dog down to the beach. I want to be walking her. It's all a novelty, and there's nothing nicer than going down to the beach in the afternoon. It's a glorious day. You want to be out there then everywhere we go with her takes twice as long as you anticipate because she wants to stop and talk to everybody and everybody wants to stop and talk to her. Did you see that post on Facebook today about dogs with balls on beaches? No. Um, yeah, every time they go in the water... No. And sand and compact sand. Somebody's yeah. dog, their bowel got completely blocked because they were picking the ball up, chasing the ball and picking it up in the mouth and the sand was going into their intestine. Oh, good grief, no. So be careful. We've not actually got it onto the beach yet. Distraction. <laughs> Look at Sam's house guest. Distraction. What is it? A shih tzu? She's a shih tzu, yes. Yeah. She's got her uh, for three days, I think. It's, it's boarding season. And, and, okay. Right. There you go. Distraction. I think dog. I think actually coming to this root of this, dogs are probably the root main distraction for the three of us. Given no, we all work at home and that we have dogs. Yeah. yeah it's, it's probably it's a quite common. More of a distraction for me than the dogs. I, I am quite good, I must admit, that the sense that I'm with mum, obviously, she does keep her downstairs. Um, there's the odd occasion that she might be able to get through the gate that we've got at the bottom of the stairs because um, it's not a fixed one. So we just use a playpen sort of folded up at the bottom of the stairs. But I am quite good that I do put myself up there. But when I'm downstairs, then it's like, oh, what's she doing? What's she doing? I have to pick her up. I have to do this. I have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots to do. And of course, I use the excuse that mum's getting quite elderly now. And um, so I'll just put the washing out while I'm down here or I'll just wash the dishes for her or I'll just do this and just do that. So it's, it's easy done, though, isn't it? So. <laughs> yeah. How do we manage distractions? Because actually... Managing distractions was the subject we had down to discuss, and I don't think we've discussed how we manage them at all. I think you touched on it there. Like, you know you work better in an afternoon. So in a morning, you might plan for distractions and things to happen, like meetings and the stuff that you have to do. Whereas I do it the other way around. I know that 
when it's summer and it's nice outside, I do not want to be sat at my desk. I want to be outside doing something, walking the dog, walking myself, just being outside. Winter's much better and more productive for me work-wise because that's when I don't want to be outside. I will be at my desk and I will get more done and I will work later in the night. At the minute, the football's on as well, whereas I normally work till when I've got a lot on, I'll work till seven o'clock at night. I manage what I do because creativity is better in the morning and then admin the kind of more monotonous type tasks I do later in an afternoon. But there's a match on at two o'clock. Yeah, I was going to say, I do the afternoon. On at five o'clock. And there's a match on at, seven, at eight o'clock. So I've, I am not allowed to watch the two o'clock one because I'm at work. I might try and finish for five though and have it on in the background while I'm making some food. But for this, like, it's only a fortnight, isn't it? So I've got the, it's summer, so I want to be outside anyway. Well, I can't be because I've got to be at work. I've got to do at least, let's say, five hours a day. Mm-hmm. I do more than that, but at least five hours a day. So you've got to be at your desk because being out there doesn't pay the bills. Being in here at the desk does. And that's the bottom line. The football's on. It's only two weeks. Do I, like Friday, we didn't watch the England-Scotland game because we were walking to Filey to fetch fish and chips. I'm quite glad, actually, because it was nil-nil and apparently they played like they always play and it was very rubbish. So I'm glad I didn't watch it. Um, but I think it's, I think managing, you've got to accept that distractions happen because when you're adulting or when you've got a family or you've got other things going off in your life, they are all going to require your attention at some point and sometimes that's not in your control. So you've just got to allow for it. So acceptance, giving yourself permission, accepting it happens, but an element of strict time management when you are actually working. But then again, you know, you can go on all the time management courses that you like when you're in the corporate world, for instance, which we did. We were always put on time management courses. Some of it was to tick boxes and then you'd you'd get a suggestion. You just check your emails twice a day. No, that that didn't work when you were getting 80 odd to 100 odd emails a day. That just does not work. So the least you can do is switch off your um, pinging, you know, when your messages come through. Notifications. I can't even think of your words today. Um, When you get your notifications, switch your notifications off. That's one thing. I mean... Stop your scrolling is another. You could be incredibly strict, can't you? Let's face it. You could have a default diary that said, I do this between this time, this time, and you could stick to it. And you could, you know, there are apps that actually block all social media and everything else. So you can't go onto your social media in working hours. And I guess if you've got an issue with social media, if you lose a lot of time on social media, you may need one of those apps. you know, it's a bit like the morning routine thing and everything else, isn't it? How yeah. strict you want to be about distractions and everything else, it's up to you. Right. You're an adult. And I don't think it matters actually whether you're employed or whether you're an employer or whether you're sat in the office on your own in your own house. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's totally up to you how you manage it. And as long as your work gets done to the right standard on time... Is it an issue? I don't think it is for me. But, you know, I know some people like to be incredibly strict with their time. And I guess for those people, distractions could cause them a bit more of a headache. 
I guess if if you're feeling in control of things, then it's not so bad. If you get to a point where you are seriously distracted by so many different things, you are going to start to feel overwhelmed by it because you've got so much to do, then you're up against deadlines. So I guess it is, it is, it's self-control, isn't it? And discipline, that's what it can come down to. And like you say, if it bothers you, then you need to do something about it. Have we reached a conclusion? Is there one? No, there isn't one. It's, you know, you put yourself in the situation you're in, you choose to get distracted or not get distracted. Yeah. It's, you know, it's as, as with everything in life, it's either your responsibility or like the power cut for me last week, mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything about that, but I could choose how I responded to it. Exactly. You know, and, and that's all we can do. And you can't <clears throat> be in control of everything 100% of the time. It would be very, very sad if you were. You're very life boring, isn't very it? Boring. Yeah. Well, then. Yes. Before we suffer any more distractions... Claire's already uh, got her mug in her hand. (laughs) Claire's mug's finished. Claire's mug's finished. Claire's Claire's mug is empty. She's just watching to say, oh, look at her. (laughs) A branded one. It's just on your desk. How many mugs have you got on your desk? Two. One from last week. So anyway, ladies and gents, on that note, it's time for a brew. (laughs) Bye. Bye.